you fired it first shot! Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. 180! Hosted by career Las Vegas odds makers Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Featuring comedian Brant Tobler. The best way to ignore the noise is to be the noise. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Mahomes has to get rid of the ball. Finds Kelsey. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. You've waited all week, and kickoff is here. Here we go! Let's jump behind the counter at the Superbook with Jay Cornegay and John Murray to grab the edge that you need ahead of this weekend's NFL action. That's what makes the NFL the NFL. You don't know any given Sunday. Here's your MC, Brant Tobler. And we are back. It is week 11. It is time for another episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast. The line starts here. I'm your host, Brant Tobler. And as always, I'm joined by my good friends out in Vegas, two of the best handicappers in the world. Well, not handicappers, I'm sorry, bookmakers. <laughs> I'm the only handicapper on here, and I'm the worst. I'm joined by Jay Cornegay and John Murray. John, we are glad to have you back from Columbia. Just real quick, how was your trip? It was pretty good. It was it was a lot of fun, for sure. And uh, I, didn't, I was going to say, I didn't know that I became a handicapper while I was out of town. I have... <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's, there's no possible way I could pick winners on these NFL games. I mean, I'll, I'll give you my, I'll give you the insight I see from behind the counter. But as far as handicapping the games, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, that's that's my job, and I am awful <laughs> at it. Uh, Jay, was John missed, or, or it looks like it was a rough a, a rough night last night. John came back and brought the bad luck on the on this Patriots blowout, or what happened last night? Well, he did get kidnapped, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it only required two Superbook t-shirts to get him back. So we we're like, um, we had a meeting on it and uh, decided it was, it was okay. We offered one and actually they took the one t-shirt. So welcome back, John. Thank you. <laughs> good to we, be back. Yeah. We, uh, speaking of last night. Yeah, that wasn't good. Uh, we lost, uh, basically across the board on some of the baseball futures, which we always love those, uh, course we needed the falcons outright and we just missed that um <laughs> I, I don't know about that offensive line that offensive everybody was playing ryan and i'm not saying ryan's at the top of his game but they couldn't protect him i there was he, i mean as soon as uh, his primary receiver was covered he had no chance to look at his second option and uh so yeah the public ate us up some sharp play on harper tani and uh, we lost on the NBA. So it was a pretty solid night. <laughs> a beautiful Thursday. Well, yeah, before we get to the football, let's touch on these futures. I assume Otani had huge odds going into the season. What? What? How high did he get to? Well, I think we opened at 30 to 1. Was he higher than that, John? I know that we opened at 30. I, I don't recall a number higher than 30, uh, at least at this book. Um, but, yeah, and, and he, he, moved, he moved down very quickly, and then by – I think as early as like April, uh, let's call it May, May to early June, it was obvious he was going to win unless he got hurt. I mean, he, he just he just took the whole league by storm, and we didn't we didn't do that bad on it. I mean, I've, relative to what I've heard out there, 
it sounds like some other places really got sunk bit big time on this one. Yeah, my handicapping skills had me on Vlad Guerrero, which was uh, good enough just to make me believe there was a chance, and I had no chance. And uh, old Bryce Harper, the Vegas boy, hopefully, uh, I assume some of his classmates probably came in and bet him, but <laughs> who cares about baseball? Uh, it's time for it's It's a football world in general, and we got some pretty good games, actually, this week, coming off a, a garbage Thursday night. I'm actually really excited for these games. Uh, this first game we'll go, we'll check on is... Uh, there's a big AFC game. The Colts are heading to Buffalo. Looks like Buffalo's minus seven and fifty. Jay, is this Buffalo team as bad as we've seen against Jacksonville, or as good as Kansas City? Or what's your guys' take on this team? Well, first of all, the NFL is just crazy right now. Just looking at it, you, you see the Bills lose to the Jags, and then come right back and, and blow out a, a really bad Jets team. But you know, you look at that Rams performance uh you just shake your head you know at the that performance against the 49ers the 49ers look pathetic against the cardinals and colt mccoy the week before and then they come back and, and blow out the the Rams. so it's a crazy league right now very difficult league to handicap yeah i agree i don't know what to do with this game i i, I thought this bills team was was the best thing going in the afc but i just don't know john is, is this a stay-away game, or are the Colts, the Colts seem kind of feisty, but then I remember Carson Wentz is also just bad. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't I don't think Car- Carson Wentz is as bad as, as some people make him out to be, and, and I, th- I think the Colts are a, a very well-coached team. Uh, they're, they're getting healthy. They were very banged up at the beginning of the season, but I do still think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. I know some people are now saying it's – it's uh, New England, which is kind of funny, but uh, I think Buffalo is still the best team in the AFC. I think they're still the team in the best position to get to the Super Bowl, and I think this could be a possible playoff preview. This was a playoff game last year, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Colts got back to the postseason. Yeah, we, yeah. just uh, a little history on the line. We opened six and a half, and it's now, you know, Bills are up to seven minus one twenty. The ticket count is very dead even. But seventy-nine uh, percent of the money is on Buffalo, so they're still getting some support, even though they've been a little shaky or inconsistent um, over the last couple of weeks. I think that really shook the core of a lot of fans <laughs> out there, as as they mm-hmm. uh, lost to Jacksonville, but they came right back. Uh, but uh, I, I think the public will certainly lean towards the Bills, but they are not betting them with both hands like they were earlier in the year. Right. Yeah, I felt like the Bills were the new Chiefs, and they were the public team, but that Jacksonville game uh, scared all of us idiots like me who were on the bandwagon. All right, maybe that's just a stay-away game. Now we got an NFC game. We'll go to this next game. Green Bay is heading to Minnesota. Looks like Green Bay is one-point favorite, total 47. This Minnesota team, I feel like this is it, Jay. If they, don't, if they lose this game, it's over for this season. But they, they could make a run starting with this game. Is this game getting some action yet, or what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, we're getting a, a little sharp money on, on the Vikings here. You know, we opened two and a half, and it's down to one. We don't expect the, the public to get a hold of this game until game day. But uh, with the sharp money coming on the Vikings, you would have to think some of that is with Rodgers missing practice. You know, the Sharps are always on top of that. I personally, I, with a healthy Rogers and a right set of, I guess, his brain, <laughs> he, uh, 
I, I think the the Packers are the best team in the NFL, but uh, the Vikings seem to be getting some support here, and I and I think it's all about the spot and and Rogers probably not being a hundred percent in this game. So I guess that makes sense with the Sharps being on the underdog, but I I wouldn't be surprised if the public gets a hold of this thing and, and pushes it back up just a little bit. Yeah, I, I can see why. You would think Minnesota's got to win this game. But, John, I think Green Bay's covered every week except for one. And it seems like this team, no one believes in them. It seems like Sharps kind of go against them, but they just keep covering. What do you think about this game? And, and is it windy where you're at? Those wind chimes are amazing. Uh, I don't know who the – that ain't me. Uh, That's me. I, I, I got uh, – I mean, I agree, I agree with Jay. I, I said a couple weeks ago I think Green Bay is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get his second Lombardi in February. Um, but th- this this spot, this weak spot, the Sharp guys are betting Minnesota, but the Sharp guys always seem to bet on Minnesota. It, it feels like the same thing every week. The wise guys come in on the Vikings, the numbers move, they get a lead, and then Mike Zimmer goes into his shell and does everything he can to give the game away. Uh, well, we'll see, but I, I, this, this, this game Sunday sets up as a, just a classic Sharp guy versus public game. The public's going to be on Green Bay, and the wise guys are on the Vikings. Yeah, another note on this game, Brad, is this total has really dropped down. You know, we opened 50 and a half, and, and uh, it's down to 47 at some spots. So, and, and that's all the Sharps playing the under. Um, but I, I would anticipate this going back up just a tad, maybe, you know, up to 47 and a half, 48. Yeah. That would be representing the, the public as well once they get a hold of this game. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure the public will be Green Bay and over. Well, that'll be a good – it'll be Sharps versus the Publix. We'll see who wins this week. Here's a game that I know the public loves. I assume this will be the biggest game for you guys this week, or the, at least get the most action, is the Dallas Cowboys at the Chiefs. Looks like currently Chiefs are 2.5 and, and 56. Jay, is, are the Chiefs back, or well, what are we thinking here? Is this is this going to be a shootout? I'm, I'm leaning towards over. I don't know what side I want to do, but – any movement on this game? No, there hasn't been any movement on this game. It's been two and a half, and uh, you're right. It's it's probably not going to be our biggest decision of the day, but it's certainly one of the biggest volume games that we're going to have on the schedule Sunday. It looks like about sixty percent of the tickets are on Dallas, but uh, that's the big question. Are, are you know what are we thinking about this Chiefs game or Chiefs team? I should say the Cowboys had one hiccup against the Broncos at home. The Chiefs have had multiple, but the Chiefs did look very good last week as Mahomes um, and Reed were very patient in that game, and they were able to pick a, apart the, the Raiders' defense. I, I would anticipate this game being very close in ticket count, money count, uh, and not too much uh, movement on the line. Yeah, I mean, John, this is, I mean, this is getting to the higher end of the totals. I mean, 56... Is this? I mean, this screams over to me, so it's probably a dead under. What? <laughs> can you well, talk the, me? Out, can you convince me to bet under for one time in my life here? That looks like a Super Bowl total, where like the total, the total in the Super Bowl will get inflated a little bit because we know everybody's going to be watching the game, betting on the game, and nobody wants to sit there and root for nothing to happen. So you usually see the number get bumped up a little bit, and and usually you'll see some sharp players take the under. That doesn't happen every year, but that that. That total is about as high as a regular season total as you're ever going to see in the NFL. So do you really want to bet over the highest number ever? Brant, I don't think that's good, a good idea. No, I, <laughs> I would uh, 
I would I would try to find another spot on the board. All right. Well, I'll wait till post and maybe bet under because I can't imagine. Well, I guess the sharps could come in on under, but the public, like me, is not going to bet under. Well, that's no. going to be a good one to watch. Unfortunately, Sunday night's back to kind of a trash game with these awful Steelers. <laughs> I think probably my least favorite team to watch. It looks like Steelers are going to have a home game out in Los Angeles, which is weird to say. The rare home dog in Los Angeles. The Steelers, it looks like the Chargers are currently 6-47. and 47. Jay, this is, we talk about it every week. I get so bored on Sunday night. I'm going to have to bet this game, but I just can't, I don't think, bet this Pittsburgh team after tying the Lions, who I think are the worst team in the world. I'm sure has this got this probably has no action yet. This will be a, a Brant Sunday night. We got to get action, I assume, right? Uh, I'm guessing so. I mean, you got two uh, pretty popular teams, especially with the Steelers, and we know the Steelers fans are going to show up in L.A., this line has really jumped up due to all the entries that the Steelers have, mainly because of Big Ben. But, uh, I mean, obviously Ru- Rudolph is not the answer. Uh, I thought it, he was going to perform a little better than he did last week because uh, of all the time that he's had <laughs> to, to prep and, 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 and watch and observe and learn. Uh, obviously, things haven't changed with him. But uh, the line has moved up to three and a half to now six which is a pretty big number, but uh, I think it makes sense with all the injuries. And, and we're actually trying to stay ahead of this this uh, market here. We've been ahead of it. We knew that the injuries were going to play a huge part in this. And so uh, we've uh, tried to stay ahead of the line movement as it's creeped up with all the injuries. Mm-hmm. John, I assume back in the day, Roethlisberger was probably worth like four or five points. Is he what is he worth now? Maybe one, one and a half? You know, the only reason he has any value now is because his backups are so bad. You try to gauge how much a quarterback is worth, you gotta look at the backup as well. If he had a competent backup QB, like Baker Mayfield is a competent backup quarterback, it wouldn't be that big of a deal the same way it's not that big of a deal when Baker Mayfield doesn't play for Cleveland. But the Steelers backups are so terrible. And you've got all these other guys on the injury report, Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. Chase Claypool, all listed as questionable. That's why you see this number rising. And we've already got a lot of liability to the Chargers. Uh, People are – every parlay is going to end with Chargers money line. And we had one guy came in, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, and bet 20000 on the Chargers money line. So uh, there's going to be a pretty big need for Pittsburgh in this game, I think, for all the books because they're so banged up. Yeah, I I don't see how you could bet this Pittsburgh team just – with the injuries, and then like we always talk about on here, you always remember the last thing you saw, and that was just awful. So I like being on your guys' side, but I don't know if I want to roll with you guys in Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Well, the, the Chargers, the Chargers are always a good team to fade when they're a home favorite. That's been the case going back for years. And I guess part of the reason is probably because they're never really at home. They don't have any kind of a home field advantage. Uh, it's it, that'll probably be ninety percent Steelers fans at SoFi Stadium on Sunday night. Um, okay, we got one more game. Let's talk about this Monday night game. To, uh, again, I mean, I like Jay said earlier, this league you just don't know. Again, I thought this Tampa Bay team was great, and then they've kind of laid some eggs. Looks like Monday night Giants are head to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is eleven and forty nine and a half. Jay, I, I know this Tampa Bay team's good at home, but, man, they I, I know they're dealing with injuries, but they look so bad this last week. Yeah, this is going to be a classic chase game. 
Uh, I don't mm. think anybody's looking forward to this. And there's not too much to report on this game, <laughs> as nobody has faith in the Giants, and nobody's running to lay 11 on the Bucks, especially after their last two two games. You know, the Buccaneers, uh, I still think that they'll probably be there at the end, as everybody else thinks. Uh, but, you know, two poor performances in a row is a little surprising. And yeah. laying 11 points is not really attractive to a lot. So uh, this game's not going to get any attention until we get to Monday. Yeah, that that's when I'll be looking at it. John, backdoor cover here maybe to take the 11 or what? Any any thoughts on this, or is this another oh, stay away game? I, I think that I don't think people are in a real rush to bet on the Buccaneers right now. I mean, we didn't we didn't win as much as maybe we thought we we would expect to when the Buccaneers lost to Washington last Sunday. People know their defense is banged up. People know that they've got a lot of their their skill position players on offense are hurt. People know that Tom Brady has struggled at night. Tom Brady's record against the spread at, in primetime games. I want to say he's lost 10 or 11 in a row against the spread. So I don't know that a lot of people are going to be in a rush to bet on either side in this game. I think it's going to be just a lot of money line parlays closing with Tampa Bay. That's going to be the the bulk of the action here. Yeah. Tom's old, man. That's his past his bedtime, these late games. (laughs) Oh, there's no way that I won't be awake when that game ends. And I'm on the West Coast. So I don't know how I don't know how he's going to manage. (laughs) I, I might not be awake, awake during the game because this looks like another snooze fest to me with this Giants team that's awful. Um, but we we talk about Monday night games every week, so we talked about that one. We'll we'll see how it goes. Maybe maybe we'll get some drama. This week's episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped has taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and show support for your favorite podcast today by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping on any order with the promo code SUPERBOOK. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code superbook let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge hey guys what's shaking in your super contest this week let's switch over here let's look at the superbook contest hopefully everybody got in on their reboot uh last week was the deadline jay did you get get a lot of people to sign up for the reboot we had 178 and that's about what we anticipated uh, with the new format of the Super Contest, with so many in-season contests, nine to be exact, you know, it, it, it might have taken a little bit away from the reboot, but the reboot uh, still uh, is going to continue as people that got off to a slow start or maybe didn't get a chance to enter, it's, uh, you know, another chance for them to, to cash in, you know, on the second half of the NFL season. And that's exactly what that contest is, for those that don't know. So, uh you know, you don't have to be in the original to get in. And uh, if you just uh, missed out or had a, you know, a bad season going, which uh, a lot of us can relate to, we got 178. I think the winner will still get just over 35,000, so it's not too bad. That's awesome. Yeah, this this stupid contest drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make a run maybe next year. But I love it, though, you guys. The uh, – the changes you've made this year have made it an awesome contest. And like we say every week, it's so cool because as bad as I've done, I, there's still hope for me. So it's, it's not much hope, but there's hope. So we'll see. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more coming down the stretch here because we're a little over halfway. And I think it's going to be a, a good finish. There's some 
some good handicappers at the top, so that'll be fun. It's time for the big ticket. Hey, John, any tickets make you do a double take this week at the Superbook? Oh, unfortunately, a lot of the big tickets we took already were on New England last night. <laughs> uh, there were some, uh, we had some big, uh, big heavy hitters on there. We did have some, some big sharp bets come in on Carolina minus three. They're at home against Washington. That game got moved to Carolina minus three and a half. Big revenge game for Ron Rivera, but the, the sharp guys here are taking Carolina. And then the public is all over Arizona. Uh, that's some big, like $20,000 type bets on Arizona minus two and a half. They're at Seattle. Both teams are off of a really bad loss, but Arizona gets their quarterback back. They get Kyler Murray back. Seattle scored zero points last week with Russell Wilson. So there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of confidence in, in the Seahawks right now. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just always believe in the Seahawks, but it's cost me this year. They have been bad. We'll move on to what else is going on with you guys. Obviously, there's a million college basketball games going on, but I saw something cool. You guys put up the the home run uh, champion for next year. I know baseball is a ways away, but can you, Jay, can you give me the top three and, and maybe a, a thought on who you think maybe is a dark horse in this contest? Well, I can tell you that, uh, you know, this does strike up a, a some conversations out there as we're right in the middle of football season. We throw up uh, the home run title odds. <laughs> uh, but you know what? There's a lot of baseball fans out there, Brad. I, I, I have to admit. Uh, Vlad Jr. is a favorite at 10 to 1. We got Tatis at 14. And then we got a trio, you know, right behind Tatis there Gallo, Trout, Tani. They're all at 16 to 1. You know, to be honest, I haven't seen. Uh, or looked into a, a dark horse, but, uh, you know, just for those Rocky fans, CJ Crone at, I think he's at 201. Take a look. <laughs> well, chicks dig the long ball, but we don't, we were supposed to hit him out here in Colorado. This, this Rockies team, you know what? You're right. I don't even want to think about baseball. Let's, let's, let's think about college <laughs> basketball and football. John, just real quick, check in on college basketball. I mean, I see they're running games morning, noon and night now. Yeah. Any thoughts on this? I, I know there's a big game coming up on Tuesday. Actually, that's what I want to ask you about. This Gonzaga-UCLA game, which I think is out in Vegas, right? That, that's going to be probably one of the biggest games of the year. Is it still too much football for you guys to see some action on this, or do you think that'll get some well, action? You get you get wise guys betting college basketball like crazy this time of year, and it's, it's tough to hold a good number as the house because the college basketball market's still pretty soft and you're writing all kinds of sharp bets in New Jersey and Colorado and here in Nevada. And it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of manual labor for the team because they've got to monitor all these games, monitor all these half times. Is Gonzaga playing UCLA here Tuesday, Jay? I mean, That's news to uh, me. I, I heard something about that, but I didn't really, I knew that they were playing each other. I didn't realize it was actually here. Uh, we've been all caught up in this, uh, Wichita State, yeah. Arizona, Michigan, you know, be, uh, I don't know if it's a tournament or, or just a special event, but, uh, you know, uh, we're all looking for that. That Gonzaga-UCLA game, if it's here, I might look into going. Sure. Yeah, it'll be sweet. Well, that's uh, – so you guys will go to the game. Is this something you guys go just to watch to get a feel, or do you guys take players, or, or is this just a night off with boys' night out? Well, I, I've, I've actually been taken by – I'm being taken by one of our business partners. So I, I don't know – I don't know if I can – Elaborate on that, Brent. I'm 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 the guest here. I'm the oh okay. 
in this yeah, one. Uh, I'm taking my son, so yeah, it's just a <laughs> night out. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have been working hard. You deserve a night out. <laughs> Actually, I just got back from a pretty long vacation, so I don't I don't know if that's true, but thank you. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was just talking to Jay on that. Jay, you deserve a night out. I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, guess that. I guess John just lives the life. You know what? When if, if John ever goes back to Columbia, I, I want his job. It sounds pretty pretty plush. <laughs> sometimes, um, all right. sometimes. You guys got to get back to a million college basketball games today, so let me get you guys out of here. But I got a couple football games, a couple college football games I want to ask you guys about on the way out here. We'll, first one, we'll start. Uh, Jay, this, this first game I want to ask you about is Ohio State – First Michigan State. Now, Ohio State's 19-point favorites, and it just seems like this Michigan State team gets no respect every week. I think they're top five or top ten. I'm just surprised they're getting this many points. Any thoughts on this game? Well, this just comes down to power rankings, and, you know, we, we have our own power rankings. You know, the Sharp guys have their own power rankings, and this is what it comes up with. A lot of people get caught up in the polls or the records, and believe me, these lines are not based off of records or you know what their rank is you know you'll see it during the course of the year every year where an unranked team will be favored over a ranked team so it's uh something that uh, we see quite quite often and this is all just about power rankings mm -hmm. and the number is really geared towards the sharp players you know we, when we make these lines brant it's it's basically we're trying to make both teams, you know, attractive to uh, the Sharps. And, uh, you know, this is the number that it's produced. And it's been up there all week and it's been holding steady. Even though we opened at 20, it's down to 19. I don't expect too much movement on it. But uh, I, I think uh, the odds makers have done their job here as it really hasn't, you know, moved that much. And you have Sharps on both sides of the ball here. Yeah, that makes sense, actually, that the power – I mean, the polls are just nonsense. <laughs> um, so I, I don't even care about that game. I got two more. John, let me ask you about these last two. West Virginia versus Texas. West Virginia, two and a half. This Texas team, I mean, I bet them against Kansas, who's notoriously the worst college football team in the history of college football, and they barely squeezed it out. Is I, I know West Virginia is pretty tough. Any thoughts on this game? Well, West Virginia is my alma mater, so I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up. I actually, I kind of like the Mountaineers in this game. You know, Texas has had a just a disastrous season since that game against Oklahoma, where they looked like they were going to beat the Sooners. Ever since that game, they've fallen off the cliff. They look foolish for firing Tom Herman and, and hiring Steve Sarkeesian. I guess nobody told Texas that Sarkeesian couldn't bring Mac Jones and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell and Najee Harris with him to Austin. And he doesn't look quite as good uh, in his new job, I would say. But uh, definitely I'll be rooting for the Mountaineers in this one. And we, we have seen some sharp players on that side. So we'll see. Should be a, not a good game. Not it, it won't be a good game. It's two teams that are totally underachieving this season. Hopefully West Virginia wins. All right. I'm going to roll with you in the Mountaineers. The last game I'll ask you about, uh, I have a little stake in this game because I – well, as soon as we're done with this podcast, head to Salt Lake City to do two shows the next two nights. And, of course, I'm against the biggest football game of the year in Utah. The Oregon Ducks travel to Salt Lake City, Utah, and they will be three-point underdogs during my show, which is never good for tickets. So I will be rooting for Oregon out of spite. Jay, any thoughts on this game, or is this just a game designed to ruin my ticket sales and make uh, Salt Lake City even more miserable for me? 
you know, it's it's uh, surprising to see, you know, Oregon's right up there in, in the playoff hunt, and here they are, three-point underdog to Utah. And Utah's playing very well, I, I, I get that, but, you know, you and I were discussing this earlier, and if they're three-point underdog to Utah, what are they going to be against Georgia and Alabama? I, I think that's the showing you, uh, you know, the lack of parity that we have in college football this season. Yeah, this this was just a garbage game to ruin my night. John, any thoughts on this? Do I do I just try to find some beer and, and drink my low ticket sales the night away, or is this a game I can maybe uh, watch in the green room? I don't know. I feel like you're you're taking everything really hard this week. You know, like every game, <laughs> it just it, it just seems like you're down on like every game. Is there something you want to talk about on the show? You know what? Some of us don't just get to go to Columbia and, and sit courtside. You know, some of right, us are out here right. grinding it out. You said, anything about, you said anything about courtside? I don't oh, I just that. assume you're yeah. Gucci yeah. row. But yeah, yeah, no, my it's my my fiance brought home a cat. It's just been a rough week around the house. So <laughs> I'm I'm heading to Salt Lake, so I'm looking for some winners. But you're right. You, you know, know what? I, I need. It's a fishy number. Oregon is is a team that looks like they could be going to the college football playoff. Why are they getting three points in this game against Utah? I think the number it tells you a lot about the matchup. They're 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 try, almost trying to bait you into betting on Oregon. Is, is yeah. the way that I that was the way that I would look at that number. Which is, and you could say the same thing about Texas against West Virginia. Why why was Texas getting three points in that game earlier in the week? It's down to two and a half. And they're fishy lines, I would say. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to be a little more positive. I'm going to go up there have good shows. <laughs> I'm not going to bet this game because there's nothing right. worse than. Uh, Maybe I'll just bet Utah and, and uh, celebrate drinking an orange soda with the with the winners after there. Who knows? But that'll do it for this week. I got to go catch a flight, boys. And I know you guys are busy. As always, thank you, Jay and John, for joining the show. You guys are the best. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. All right. That'll do it for this week's podcast. Quick announcement. Next week, we will be doing the show on Wednesday. So to get you a little info before the turkey games come out. And if you are in New Jersey, we got a couple watch parties for you this week. On Sunday, November 21st at Red's Restaurant before the Jets game in Carlstadt, New Jersey. I don't know where that is, but go find that if you're out there. And Monday, November 22nd at Wicked Wolf in Hoboken, New Jersey. Come hang out with us. Tiki Barber and Anita Marks will be there from 7 to 11 to watch that awful Giants game. Go meet Tiki. That sounds fun. As always, you can find us at superbook.com and please follow us on all social media at Superbook Sports. It's been another fun week. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Let's crush these books and we will talk to you next week. You've been locked into the Superbook Sports Podcast. You get a win! You get a win! Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Brant Tobler. I need some more of that. Come on. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the world of the NFL. Hey, you thought you were going to give me, huh? Hell no. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com, home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. 
This week's episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped has taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and show support for your favorite podcast today by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping on any order with the promo code SUPERBOOK. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SUPERBOOK. 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 Superbook.